Okay, welcome to Scanner School. This is session number 120. This is another Ask Scanner School session. Now, this one's going to be a little bit different. I'll explain to you in one second as to why it's different. But before I get there, I want to just thank my Patreon supporters. You guys are what keeps the podcast going. Now, if you want to help support the podcast month over month, you could do so as for a little as a dollar a month or three or even five dollars per month. Now, five dollars a month gets you the best benefit for the buck. You not only get the podcast delivered to you early, but you also get some squelchy stickers. And again, I want to thank my Patreon supporters, Craig Harper, Dan, Glenn Blum, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, Irvin Thibodeau, James Felling, Jeff Block, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Scott Vorder, Signals Everywhere, Tom Glendie, and William R. Can. If you want to help support Scanner School, you can do so by going to scannerschool.com support. We've got links to Amazon. We've got links coming for eBay. We've got software. We've got places to buy hardware. And of course, you can also help support us via Patreon or just a one-time PayPal donation. All right, guys, I'll catch you right on the other side of the intro. Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. All right, guys, so it's another Ask Scanner School where I answer your questions. Now, we're going to do it a little bit different this month. I'm going to replay last month's live session I did on both Facebook and on YouTube. So what I normally do is I spend a half an hour broadcasting live to both Facebook and YouTube. I answer questions as they come in. Again, this is for everybody. Now, my Patreon supporters, they have their own special one that follows afterwards where I am a little bit more intimate with them and answer questions more directly, take things a little bit slower. But this is the 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 frenzy that is a 30-minute Ask Scanner School session. So if you haven't joined us yet, I invite you to join me tonight, right? So tonight is a Ask Scanner School session on, on Facebook and YouTube. Now, again, you go to scannerschool.com slash Facebook, scannerschool.com slash YouTube, whatever platform you, you, you want to go on. I'll be answering your questions at 9 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. So for the benefit of those who've never been there before, I am now going to take you on a little journey on what it's like to be part of a YouTube or Facebook session. All right, so we're going to take a real quick break right here. I know it's early in the podcast, but we're going to take a quick break right here, uh, pay the bills, and then just jump right into the YouTube video. This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealers serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every Scanner Radio user should at least put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers, having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and 
a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 Phase 1 and Phase 2 in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR Type 1 and Type 2. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it? Or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware, or even just make some changes and you don't understand how this system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues, too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another Ask Scanner School. This is another live YouTube and Facebook session. Here's a bit of a mess today. It's been a while <laughs> since I made it out to a uh, get my hair cut. I've been busy around here. But we're here tonight, which is all that matters. So I'm here to answer your questions. Now, if you're not familiar with this, I am live right now on both YouTube and Facebook. I know before I wasn't uh, going to be able to make it active on either channel, but uh, actually on, on Facebook, but now I'm able to make it there. So one thing I got to do really quick is I need to just bring up my chat window and uh, we can get started. So what's going to happen here is you can ask me your questions live right now. And it's very easy for you to do. Just go into the chat box on uh, YouTube. There's a, there's a bar off to the side that basically uh, is going to scroll through it. And also on Facebook. So just leave your comments below in Facebook. And that's where uh, you'll be able to to leave me your questions. So I see we have a couple of uh, people already listening and watching. So I want to thank all you for being on uh, on right away. So again, let me know you're out there. Say hi, say hello, check in if you'd like. This way we can uh, we can get your questions answered and everything else. So I'm just, uh, again, over here bringing up everything on my end. And let me see if I can mute this here and then bring up the feed on this end. I'll make sure I don't miss anything. So I'm going to click on there. Ray, okay, Glenn, how you doing? Carl's in there. Ray, Joe Messina, you're in there as well. Let's see. Uh, Paul, good evening from Tulsa. All right, we got some good check-ins coming in over here on the Facebook side. Let me bring up my restream chat box to see if that's working. E-E-E-D-D-D, how you doing? It's going to be a fun night if that doesn't start. All right, 
There goes that. There goes this. There goes that. Guys, snow. Okay, good. Uh, snow guy. Sorry about that. Uh, we got you in there as well. Really wish my restream uh, chat box was working here, but I don't see it working. And over here on Facebook, we got Chris. Good for checking in. And Kobe. Excellent. Thank you so much. Kobe, hello. Chris says, always listening to your podcast. Great show. Thank you so much. Joe Curtis, good evening from Wisconsin. Joe, thanks for being here live. And thanks also for the interview you did a couple weeks ago. We had Joe was on I know, session 112, 113, something like that. Talked about rails, scanning the rails and stuff like that. So again, uh, Joe Curtis, thanks for being there. Thanks for your interview. Thanks for your time. And if you guys haven't checked out that, uh, that podcast, definitely check it out. So I just got to log in on this thing over here. Let me just log into my chat. It just seems like now things just want to slow up just a little bit. So while I am uh, logging in the chat here, just be sure to go ahead and ask your questions over in the chat boxes. I know I got one queued up right now on YouTube. So we're just bringing this in here really quick. And also, while that's loading in, I'm just double-checking when Joe's podcast was so I don't insult him. Joe, that was 112. So scannerschool.com slash session 112, Joe, was your interview. Again, thank you so much for uh, for doing that. All right. So let's get over to our first question, which came in over here on YouTube. Carl's asking, have I heard anything new on Scanners on the Horizon for Uniden or Whistler? I'm pretty much giving up on Whistler. So, Carl, I wouldn't expect anything new right now from Uniden. Uniden just came out, obviously, with the SDS uh, 100, the SDS 200. So these now, believe it or not, are just over a year old, maybe a little bit longer than that. So they're still relatively new. Also from Uniden, we've got the SR30C. As you could tell, I've got the disease, right? I mean, I am, uh, you know, if it's out there, I got to get it. So I don't think we'd find anything new. Like I said, you know, Whistler is the TRX-1 is really the latest uh, thing that came out for them many, many years ago. It's actually, it's a GRE line radio that they added the, the keypad to and then made the TRX-1 out of it. So... We all know that Whistler took the TRX-100 and the TRX-200 and basically threw it in a casket and shoveled six feet of dirt on it. I don't know what we're going to find out from Whistler anytime soon. I don't know what's going to happen with those. But what's really interesting is these uh, Unication pages over here. They're working on some firmware now that allow you to um, to kind of get more functionality and, and turn these from a pager into basically a receiver or a scanner. I am a dealer for Unication. As a full disclaimer, I am not testing these devices right now for a scanner uh, with the new app. So I don't really know how well that's working. I haven't really been keeping my finger on the pulse on that one. I was told by Texas, my, my, uh, I deal with Texas Unication USA, and they told me to uh, not be messing around with it. So as a dealer, I'm waiting for it to kind of mature a little bit more in uh, in how well they work. So if anything were to happen, I would I would think it would be on the uh, Unication products. And again, if you want to get on a G4, G5, G2, G3, or even a G1, shoot me a shoot me a, an email, phil at scannerschool.com, because I could definitely hook you up with a good price on these so that you're ready for uh, for the new firm when they come out. So that's that's really it when it comes to that, Carl. Uh, I just don't know what else we're going to see anytime soon. 
Glenn Blum, hello, how you doing? Uh, good to see you on. I've, I've been watching your uh, your emails too, Glenn, on the Unitrunker group. So uh, I'll I'll put something together for you on, on how to do IceCast in both a Windows environment and Linux. I'm actually running IceCast now for my own personal live feeds. It was a bit of a, a little bit of a, of a passion experiment, I guess you could say, to get it up and running. But uh, knock on wood, it's been working. And I'm not going to say anything further on it, being that I knocked on wood and I heard something fell. So that's that. So, Ray, new to scanning, how you doing? Ray, if you got any questions for me, um, the earlier podcasts are really great. You should have some good tutorials in there as far as what trunking is, what PL codes are, what's the difference between AM and FM are. So jump into those earlier podcasts. That's really where you want to be looking right now if you're brand new into scanning. Joe, I um, got your email the other day. Again, I don't have any information for you on Windows 10 and Sentinel. My only Windows 10 computer is sitting right over here to my right-hand side. I haven't had any issues with it, so I don't know what's going on with your computer. I, I really have no idea how to help you, but Windows is a beast, and it may work for somebody. It may not work for somebody else. You may want to reinstall your net drivers, your .NET, or just completely uninstall Sentinel and reinstall and see if that works for you, but that's as far as uh, I can help you out with. Paul, W5ANX from Tulsa, good to see you on again. Always uh, always nice to see you on, Paul. EDDD, Ed, I guess is what that's going to be. How you doing? And let's see, Snow Guy, thank you for Scanner School. I have an SDS 200 that has annoying hum, even after getting the fix piece from Unidin. Very annoying hum. Interesting. That that hum, that, that piece should have fixed it. Did you make sure you cleaned it really good where, where the copper would make connection on it? I know there was there was a um you had to really make sure you got all that glue and stuff off of it. I have I have an early release SDS two hundred sitting right right here you can't see it's underneath my monitor and i do have the envelope with that little special piece in it so i was actually going to do a video on how to install it but at this point it's kind of getting late in the game uh, i think all the new scanners out there now pretty much have it but i would try to uh take it off give it a good cleaning again and then maybe even put like a, a business card or something between the chassis and that piece to kind of push it together or the, or the, or the casing, maybe give it a good, a good set on that too. And I think somebody else on radio reference also had a good uh, suggestion where you ground it out with a piece of wire. So that might be a, a good help for you too. But uh, best of luck in that one as well. Uh, okay, let's see what we got over here. I'm just trying to keep everything in sync now. You know what? Let me do this. Let me do hit this button here. Of course, that's not going to work either. I got this circling ball of death on my Mac right here that I'm streaming with. I was actually just trying to bring in the chat box. You guys can see the chat box as you're doing it, but you should be able to see it in wherever your player of choice is. So uh, so you should be able to see it anyway. Let me see if I can click on settings here. Embed the stream. Nah, you can't see it. Okay. We'll skip that for now. You guys can watch it in whatever whatever medium you're watching me on, whether it's Facebook or YouTube. You'll be able to see it. So... You know what? Let me copy this, close this, copy this, chat box. There we go. It's loading up on the right-hand side there. All right. I'd like to leave everybody on the same page. We all know what's going on here. Let's see. Glenn Blum. Yep. KD5DGA in Texas. Let's see. All right. I think I'm catching up now with what's in here. So we've got uh, Jim is saying... Rip up, man, from Unidin. How big of an impact will that have on scanners coming out of Unidin or at least the quality? We don't know. If anybody hasn't heard, uh, Paul Unidin, up, man, Opitz, passed away a month and a half to two months ago maybe at this point. He was the senior 
developer, I believe is what it was for uh, for Uniden. And basically, you know, he he was in charge of uh, way understanding of, of of coming up with the designs and what the scanners were going to do and, and how they're going to work and everything else like that. So I, I have a podcast just dedicated to him on session 108, scannerschool.com slash session 108. We go into a bit of a background as to who he was, what he did, everything else. So uh, I'm sure Uniden's going to have some uh, big shoes to fill. I'm sure they've got some great talent over there who will be filling them. And um It'll be interesting to see how things change going forward. So, um, you know, that's that's uh, that's really all we can say about that right now. Uh, Joe Curse, glad to hear you had fun with the interview. Very glad that you did that, and and happy to have you on here as well. Were why rogue? I guess three hundred six and WNC. I don't know what that question is regarding. I must have missed the first part of that one. I apologize for that one. But if you can re re uh, post that question, or if that's just what you have, that's um. That'll work. Glenn, you do have a couple of Pi 3Bs to use if necessary. Yes, that would be my recommendation. I'm going to do a, uh, I, guess, I don't know if I said it already, but I'll do a Windows tutorial on how to set up IceCast and also a Linux one. The Linux one, I would like to keep it to uh, Raspberry Pi based or Ubuntu. I'm running it on CentOS, but that's what my server runs. So that's, that's where I'm leaving it on that. So... But we'll get there. It, it'll be on the radar, and and we'll we'll get to there eventually. It's not going to be anytime in the near future, unfortunately. But um, again, you you are entitled to a uh, Glenn. You did win a free consulting call with me, or a free tutoring session. If anybody else wants to have a one-on-one tutoring session, you go to scannerschool.com/tutoring. You hire me for the hour, and uh, the price right now is forty-nine dollars. So um, it's forty-nine dollars. Yeah, I think it's $47, I think is what it is. So it's great. I mean, we, we share the screen kind of something like this, and I can uh, see what you're doing on your computer. You can see what I'm doing on mine, and we can go through everything. So, Glenn, if that's what you want to do, you know, you're entitled to an hour from your question that you did on the Ask Scan School a while back. So if you want to get a jump on it, uh, feel free. Let's see. Ray, new to scanning, only got a BC75 XLT. I have autism and start easy to set up easy to go. Do you recommend I use a Butel scanner? Yeah, I would recommend using the Butel scanner. Ray, if you're comfortable using a Windows-based computer, if you're okay using a um, like a spreadsheet program, I think that using Butel is a great way to see it because you can visually see what you're putting into the scanner. You can make changes on the fly. You can do it with the keypad from the scanner. The, the 75 isn't really that difficult to do uh, from the keypad entry. It's basically what you would do with it is you would go into programming mode. You would enter the frequency you go want to go into. You hit enter. Or maybe you've got to go into the channel first that you want to store it in. You go to uh, program, you enter the frequency, you hit, you hit enter. Butel just makes it easy because you can make lots of changes on it. You can visually see how it's mapped out. I like the Butel software. I'm biased with it I mean, because I've been using it well over 10 years at this point. Any new scanner I get, I buy the Butel software for. I'm also an affiliate for Butel, and I'll put my link in the uh, chat box here. So that will be scannerschool.com slash Butel. And again, I recommend them because... I use Butel software. Uh, let's see. Let's go on here. Uh, Paul, local Paul. How you doing, Paul? Looking to put a new intent on the house. What would be the best out there? Not trying to break the bank. I have one on now in a chimney with a length of EMT. Paul, what scanner antenna do you have on there now? I recommend going with a diamond discount antenna. We have a good affiliate link for you here too. Scannerschool.com slash D130NJ. 
that's the antenna that I am throwing on the side of my house this year. It was supposed to be done last year, but I like disc on antennas. I have the ST. I had the ST2 up until it got destroyed in Hurricane Sandy. I have the Austin Ferret up now. I cannot stand it. I wish it would. Um, it's a monument to failure. I can't hear from my house to Oceanside. Okay, that's how bad that antenna is. And it's just, it's horrible. So um, I'll, I'll be redoing that to a discount. I had really good look, dis, good luck with discount. I've got a discount up in my attic here. I'm throwing another one in the back of the garage this spring, and I want to put another one on the house. So that's the antenna I'll be using. So that'll be that. RC944 Jim, good to see you again, Jim. Joe Messina, so try uninstalling the net framework is what you're saying. Try reinstalling it, but before you do that, I would say go ahead and try uninstalling or reinstalling Sentinel. Try that first. Jimmy Walker, I have a Rio Shack Pro 187 that once a year that reinitialized every once in a while that fully resets its memory. Is this a known issue or just my scanner? I don't know if it's a known issue, Jeremy. I have the Pro 106, which is the, the mobile version of that, and I'm pretty sure I have the GRE flavor desktop scanner. I do. I've got the I've got um, I got one in my closet over here. So I don't know if um, you know. It, it, uh, hopefully I'm not frozen. Looks like my YouTube stream is frozen over here. That won't be good. Hopefully you guys see me. Let's see restream. Ooh, let me know if you see me, guys. It looks like my restream is. Uh, I don't see any anything live on the video feed, but I definitely see a bitrate coming in. So let me know if you guys are still seeing me. All right, let's see. So I don't know if it's known issue, but those radios are getting a little bit old, long in the tooth, I guess you could say. So I don't, I don't know. Does it on its own with no input from me? Well, as long as you've got the memory backed up to a piece of software, I would say just keep going with it and just keep your eye on it. Not frozen, Chicago. All good here. I'm up. Okay, excellent. All right, so it must be on just my end. Excellent. All right, guys, thanks. I mean, that's an older radio too at this point. I mean, that was Radio Shack. So I don't know I don't know when it came out, but it's gotta be about ten years in that radio. So uh unfortunately it's 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 getting up there in age. It may be prone to failures, it may be just getting up there, but I'm not I'm not familiar with it ever doing that. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Sorry I couldn't help you. Jay, how you doing? KC two ZHI. Good to see you on there, Jay. And we gotta touch base soon. We gotta touch base real soon. Uh if you can send me that code plug file for what it is that you wanna try out with with the G3s and that um, and the uh, Juarez versions of the Motorola radios. Send me that code plug so I can take a look at it on Motorola and then see if I can get that cloned over for you on, on the unication side of the house. And also, I have two scanners here for you, too, that I've got to get you away. SysNetOp. Nice name. Hello. <laughs> Nate the Robot. Nate, good to see you. Jeff, good to see you on as well. Paul, how is the SDR class coming along? Yeah, I was actually supposed to have it. My schedule had me this week, and uh, February was a bad time of frame for us. My wife was sick for an entire week and a half. We spent the night in the ER with her, so things got a little bit skewed up when it comes to what happened in uh, in in, in um, February, unfortunately. So I'm kind of off by a few weeks here. I'm hoping this month I can get it done. I, I really want to get this behind me. I don't like ha having it over my head. But um, 
we'll get there. And I have a couple extra classes now I do. I definitely want to get on to. So I, I definitely have an iron under me. I did hire somebody though this past month to help me with my website stuff out. So that's really cool. So that takes that entire thing off my plate. So that gives me more time to do other things as well. So it's going to get easier around here and I'm going to be able to churn more things a lot faster as well. So I'm hiring more people to help me out, which is really cool. So um, I got a few more things I have to outsource and then I could really focus in on, on getting these classes done. I really apologize for you guys on that one. Uh, let's see. Glenn says it's fine. I'll let you know. Yeah, please let me know, Glenn. I owe it to you. So whenever you're ready. Nate says, does DSD, DSD's fast lane support LSMP25 trunking? DSD fast lane for sure. Pretty sure does it. So uh, give that a shot. Uh, let's see. Ray says, take cybersecurity. So no, my technology. Okay, good. Very cool. Cisnet up. Can you fly with the BC four thirty six HP? I, uh, you can fly with it if it's in your carry on luggage. I hate flying. I haven't flown on a plane since two thousand and three. Okay, let's put it that way. I, I I would rather take a cruise ship or I'd rather drive. I am not a fan of flying. I I know there was just a a thread on this one on Radio Reference. I don't know if that was your thread or not, but again, using electronic gear on an airplane is 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 not really um, recommended. But uh, you know, you can use your computer. I don't know. Look, I want to say, put it in your carry on. If you happen to turn it on and I mean, nobody catches you, or whatever. But I don't know what the rules and regulations are on that one, so I will leave that one up to you. But as far as I know. I wouldn't personally try it. I, let's put it that way. Uh, let's see. Paul, thanks. When you're done, come by and put mine up. Sure. <laughs> Take a number. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. All right. Chris is saying, we're getting fast on time tonight, guys. Wow. I'm going to rush through these a little bit because I do have my Patreon dedicated live session coming up at the bottom of the hour. So we have about seven more minutes left on this one, guys. Chris is saying, I have an SDS-100 great radio. I use Ferris List all the time with quick keys. Can you just explain the quick keys, which I've never used and how I would benefit? Also, I noticed there are department quick keys. Can you explain these to me? Okay. So you use Ferris List all the times with quick keys. I'm guessing you're talking about the system keys or the um, – God, there's two different methods on the quick keys. There's um, there's quick keys and then there's there's the second set of keys. If you're using quick keys – that will allow you to toggle this, the systems off and on, right? And I personally, I don't use quick keys. I would rather just go in the menu and scroll through it, turn things off and on. This way I'm not mashing 100 keys in order to do something like that. There's the other one. There's the tag tag keys or number 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 tags for the for the quick keys. That's if you want to quickly dive into a, a, a frequency. So say you have like your favorite fire department and you set that up for tag key bank 01 – department 01 and then frequency 01. So if you do 01.01.01 on the scanner, it would take you right to that frequency. If you have a quick key, you can have the quick key different from your shortcut keys or your mapped out tag keys. So I'm hoping this is the answer that you're looking for. So you can have like quick keys, one, two, three, four, five, and it could be fire, re uh, rescue, EMS, amateur radio, yada, yada, yada. But Maybe you only really care about having 10 different things. You don't want to type in, you know, .99.92.06. You just know I have 10 I want to jump to right away, and it's very easy. And you can just map them all individually, 01.02.03, and, and that would be the way to do it. So that's really the difference. I keep everything the same. My number tags and my quick key tags are the same when I do all my tagging on everything as well. 
Shannon saying I have the diamond disc cone in my attic and it's great. See, so not frozen, not frozen, not frozen, not frozen. Okay, great, guys. Jay says, yes, we'll do. Thank you so much, Jay. Eddie, is there an online database of non-voice signals heard on scanners to identify where they are coming from? And if something like a signal warpecker, yes. So this is S-I-G-I signal, S-I-G, SIG, S-I-D, SIG dig wiki or SIG dig wiki, I think is what it is. It's an online website that has just that. It's got all different sound bites, and you can listen to them, and and that will be that. I, I let me see if I can just jump in this real quick here. Sig, Sig Wiki. God, I, this is I keep wanting to bookmark this website, and and I haven't done it yet. And then there's another one too. There's another website uh, by an amateur operator that also has it as well. So, uh, so yeah, so you can do that. Okay, I got four minutes left here. We're going to run through the rest of the questions here. Joe got your answer to that one. Looking at providing the ADS receiver class you provided before. Kobe, so you want to take the ADSB receiver class? Yeah, that's the, that's the SDR training class. If you go to, um, let's see where that one is, uh, scanner. That just gets you on the wish list. I'll I'll um I'll put it in the chat after after this is over. I'll put the link to uh how to sign up for the wait list for the next time I do the class. So that'll be in there as well. Les, hi Phil. My name is Les Stephenson from the Etobicoke, Ontario, Canada. All right, international. Thank you so much, Les, for joining. Sorry I butchered the name of your town, but I'm from Massapequa, M-A-S-S-A-P-E-Q-U-A. So um I get those strange names. We have uh, strange like Patchogue, which is actually looks like Patchogui. There's there's a whole bunch of Apoguag out here and um, a lot of Indian names. So uh, sorry for butchering that one. Uh, let's see. Paul says, I fly a lot. I've taken my SCS 100 on my carry-on many, many times. Never had a question on it. Okay. Let's see. Gary, Newcastle, Australia. Excellent. Good day, mate. Thank you so much for uh, for checking in and make this double double uh, double time on the um, on on the international. Excellent, Gary. Glenn, Signal Wiki. Yes, you've got it, Glenn. That's exactly it. And then uh, Paul says also taking his Yesu FT2D, etc. On flights as well. All right, Aaron. I have stuff on the SCS100 that says unknown. Can you fix that and how? Unknown. Um, I guess that's at the import. Maybe that's the way it was imported into your scanner. Yeah, you can go into Sentinel and rename everything if you do it that way. If you're using ARC 536 by Butel, again, I put the Butel link in there as well. So that's um, that's um, another way of doing it I like to do it as well. So yeah, you're going to have to go in there into the database and make the changes into the unknowns and actually define them. I think is where you want to do that. Kobe, could keep up the good work. Thanks, Kobe. Thanks for the um, Thanks for that. Josh, we're getting to the last couple of questions here, guys. Josh, are there certain settings I should change on my STS-100 to improve reception, such as filters, etc.? So the filters are going to be based on where you are and what you're listening to. So you can go ahead and change the filters. I recommend don't going, don't going into auto because auto is going to make the filters go through the invert, normal, all of them all together as it goes through the scan lists. So uh, it's going to slope your scan rate. But you got to basically find out what it is that's working for you guys. So that's one thing. And then uh, keep your scan lists optimized. You know, I like to do all the fire stuff together, then the police. Then, you know, I break things down very small. So if I don't want to listen to everything, I don't have to. If you have a lot of stuff in a trunk system, at least bridge all those together. So your scanner's not going in and out of trunk modes. 
in that. So if you're doing an ID search, it'll come across unknown if it's not in your list too. Yes, Josh, that's exactly right. So that'll be that as well. All right. So it's 9.39 now. I'm going to just plug something here real quick. So if you have any questions you want me to answer on the podcast, uh, if you go to scannerschool.com slash ask, and that's a great way of asking me a question. I'll answer it definitely on the next podcast. But what I really want to give to you guys right now too is our Zello channel. So what we've got right now on um, going on, which is going to be a weekly thing, will be on Tuesdays that we don't do this, is we've got a Zello net. If you haven't used Zello before, it's basically it's a PTT app that runs on your phone. You push this little button here in the center, and it works just like a two-way radio. And last week, we had our very, very first Zello net, and we had 14 people, including myself, on the net, and we had a great conversation. Garth was in from Manitoba, and he made this an international net. So it's really cool. So there we go. There's my there's my news alerts coming in. Uh, it's Super Tuesday. So with that, guys, if you, if you want to join in on the net, Gary, you're more than welcome from Australia. It'd be really cool to have you on there. Talk about what's like in Australia. I wanted to see where the other uh, Canadian uh, area goes. Less. You guys would be more than more than welcome in here as well. So if you go to scannerschool.com slash Zella, I'm gonna talk about it on next week's podcast. But I have all the information on how you can you can join in on Zello and uh, be a part of the net again, all free. And it's a great way to communicate with the rest of the scanner school, you know, your classmates or your or the group. I'll be in there answering questions. If I'm not there for a night, it may be a night or two I can't get in there. You know, feel free to start without me. And even it's open all the time. So just get in there and shoot the breeze with the rest of your scanner school classmates. Also, again, if you ask me a question on next week's pod for next month's podcast, if you use a local telephone number or speak pipe, you'll be in the running for a live tutoring or, or free tutoring session. That's how Glenn won his. So that's it. Yeah, Gary, been in the hobby since 93. Excellent, Gary. About the same time I probably got, well, I was a little bit younger than that when I got into it, but uh, that's a story for another day. But right now, what I'm going to do is go over to my PayPal-only uh, group, uh, all those who are my part of my, sorry, my Patreon group. So if you're a Patreon supporter, there's another live session coming up right now. So if you go, if you guys are a part of my Patreon tribe, if you go to patreon.com uh, and go to Scanner School, there'll be a link to the Patreon live feed, which will start as soon as I'm done with this one. Uh, you can join, if you're joining Patreon right now, You'll have access to the feed right now as soon as I swap over to it. A dollar a month is all it takes to get into it and, and do that. Nick uh, Zello. So we're doing a monthly monthly net. Oh, I'm sorry, month, weekly net. Tuesday nights, same time as this, 9 p.m. We're, we're doing a, um, a net or basically a chat on Zello. There's more information on the podcast coming out next week. Or if you go to scannerschool.com slash Zello, all the information will be emailed to you. So if you want to jump on that right now, Nick, scannerschool.com slash Zello. All right. So I hope that you've enjoyed what it's like to be a part of a Facebook or YouTube live session with me. If you've never been to one before, again, they're fast, right? They come in pretty quick. I answer them as fast as I can. Sometimes I have some on-screen on-screen visuals that I can uh, bring to the table as well. So it's different every month, and it's really, really great to interact with everybody. And again, if you haven't done it before too, join me on Zello. Zello is we have our weekly scanner radio nets with the exception of the first Tuesday of the month because I'm busy doing the Facebook sessions. You want to join us on Zello? You go to scannerschool.com slash Zello. All right, guys. If you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, please do so.
This way you don't miss next week's podcast, which is another great one. I hope everybody is maintaining their health, staying isolated, secluded, whatever it is. For everybody out there who's in public safety, you essential workers, police officers, EMS, nurses, doctors, those are on the front lines of everything. You deserve a pat on the back. Uh, you deserve to have some time off when this is all done. You deserve time off now, but I'm saying, you know, when this is all done, you really deserve to to treat yourself to vacation or have somebody else treat you to a vacation, to be honest with you. Thank you very much. You are uh, keeping the country going right now. And uh, even, even those outside the U.S., right? This is global. Everybody's dealing with it. Everybody worldwide, you're keeping your own home countries going. So with that... I'm going to get out of here. Join me on YouTube tonight. And for the rest of the month, if you're catching us late, we'll be on uh, Zillow. 731, catch you all again next week.